Welcome to Shardcast, the Brandon Sanderson podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news, discussion, and of course, a whole lot of opinions about Brandon's works and the Cosmere. I'm Eric, and joining me is Ian. Hey, I'm Weary Rider. Also joining me is our resident hobo, Evgeny. <laughs> Who? What? No. <laughs> I'm... I'm Argent. <laughs> that was not the thing that we planned. It's great. Also joining us is Alex. Hey, I'm Feather. What did we what did we plan? Uh you were gonna make a joke that you looked uh ju- just as uh hobo-y as town. Oh, that's how we were gonna set it up. And that's why okay. I mentioned hobo, but I didn't mention the town part. So yeah. This okay, is... yeah. I, I thought I thought you were gonna lead with the town, and I was like, no. and I am the next best thing because I am just as homeless as he is. We did close. not no. we did not we, rehearse this. So no. now we have no. mentioned town, so the circle of stupidity is complete. <laughs> the circle of <laughs> <laughs> This week, guys, we are going to be talking about Cosmere crushes, Cosmere bays, Cosmere beefcakes, and we we were gonna have Matt for uh the Max uh beefcake uh you know discussion, but uh Matt died. No, just kidding. His computer died though, and so he could yes. not record. Computer he, committed seppuku. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> committed Subaru. Um, <laughs> committed Sudoku. Yes, yes. So. Uh, we we don't have uh, that perspective on loving beefcakes quite so much, but uh, we're gonna talk about characters that we irrationally love a lot. All of my loves are completely rational and definitely understandable. Rational. I started thinking about them and got flustered. So, hey, you guys never told me how to kick people from coals. Nope, nope. Well, actually, you can't. So. And also, you shouldn't, because uh, it'll ruin my overlay. So don't, don't do it. The, the doors are locked. <laughs> yeah, you, only you can leave the call. Um, so, Alex, only you can prevent wildfires. Yes. Yeah. Why don't you start with completely rational loves of yours? Oh God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, for those who don't know, the I have stores. terrible taste. Yes, it's That's real true. bad. Um, and I feel like I got to start with a disclaimer that we did put Renarin on my list, but I don't have a crush on Renarin. He's my son. That would be a little weird. But you do I, irrationally love him. I do, but <laughs> I don't want to like smooch him. I want to oh, like right, okay, wrap him yeah. in a blanket and right. give him tea and tell him that everything's going to be okay. So right. how, how about we talk about why you love Renarin? Reverse Oedipus complex. Wrapping Renarin in a blanket and giving tea is actually... Uh, really nice because he seems to get cold whenever he void binds. <laughs> so much. For the record, I... we don't know what if void binding. You, you know, uh, he doesn't. On. There, there I'm are multiple way. times when he is unreasonably cold at times when he shouldn't be, and he's wrapped in a blanket. He's drinking hot drinks. Hmm. Good for you, Feather. Good for you. I feel like that's just me though, because. I'm often cold and wrapped in a blanket. <laughs> um, Do you see visions of the future? No comment. <laughs> we we won't Can know you, about that for a few books, you, and then we get the big you, reveal. Hmm. Do, do you know how to read? Yes. <laughs> Busted. Feather, <laughs> why do you like Renarin? 
we're not, know, we're not just mentioning what our crush or bay is. We have to exp- we have to sell it. Okay. So I feel like so yeah. Now that we've clarified that I'm not in love with Renarin, I would just die for him. Okay. Um, all right. <laughs> just, yeah, as I do. have no idea how I like managed to zero in on the character I would love the most way before he was interesting. Because like Way of Kings era, it didn't happen the first time I read Way of Kings. Uh, the first time I read Way of Kings, the only person I cared about was Kaladin. And that's tragic because there's so many good characters in the cast. <laughs> that's right. But I think it was actually one of my friends mentioned the idea of like Shalon and Renarin as a relationship. Ah. And I like took this idea and ran with it. Yes, you did. And (laughs) (laughs) yes, you did. That friend is not even online. It was like an IRL friend who didn't care about that ship that much at all and probably doesn't even remember it. But they like mentioned the possibility. And then I like started really paying attention to Renarin in the background. And he doesn't have a lot of scenes in Way of Kings. No. But the amount of characterization that Brandon manages to squeeze into those early scenes with Renarin is incredible. And when you pay attention to him, you know, you really can get a great sense for who his character is in only a few scenes. But because he's such a minor character, so many people overlooked him. And I know there were people in those like early fandom days who were like, wait a second, your favorite is who? That one kid in the background who's a little weird? Did he even do anything in this book? And I'm like, yes, he did everything. To, to be fair, it's by Brandon's design that it, that he's overlooked. You know, like that. That's kind of what Brandon was going for for you to characterize it and like have him see overlooked. I right. was here. No, and um, afterwards of radiance, you called it. I I did, and so like a lot of this whole like his insecurities, the way he wants to be useful, the way he values himself, not anywhere near enough like all of those things just my heart went out for him and then we get like words of radiance and it comes up with like oh he's had a huge secret this whole time and I I feel like I got a lot of people who were like you don't actually know this stuff about Renarin you're making it up that's not actually in the book and I'm like no it is you're just not you just haven't memorized everything about him. Don't worry. I've got this. Don't doubt me. I don't I, there think was you understand one there. how obsession works. There was one time where I'm like, Alex, was this true about Renara? And she's like, yeah, it is. This chapter. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm yeah. not going to doubt you on Renara ever again. I forgot it was like what it was. Some but... very, it was a very random. It was who talked about Parasafi. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's Renara and talking, talking to and the body. Like, really? like, no, I, I think don't it was six. And like I was that. like, are you you want to go you want to go I'll take right. you down <laughs> right but yeah i remember that because it was a renarin thing yes so. <laughs> but yeah and then i feel like oathbringer finally brought all of the things that i had loved about renarin since the very start and like put them in the forefront so now everybody can appreciate renarin the way i do like his talks with Rock and with Adolin and the whole Yasna scene at the end. It was like, excellent. Now everybody, it's very clear that Renarin is the best character and no one will ever disagree with me ever again on penalty of death. The Except end. for all the people that are like, oh yeah, Renarin's going to go evil. <laughs> I hate that theory. Oh yeah, it it, it's so horrible. Much. Like, no. Uh, you won't. He's a good child. I love him. Anyway, 
But yes, that's my Renarin love. That's and sensible. I mean, as sensible as it can be. I <sighs> I feel like I can I can jump in here. Yeah, because uh, we don't we don't really have a a structure. No. Well, I I was just gonna go and and go on each person's bay, and we'll just kind of go around Robin like that. So sure. you, you're you're up. Uh, well, no, I'm not. I'm gonna I'm gonna oh, talk okay. about Renarin as well. Oh, okay. Because with a person like Feather in this fandom, my own love for Renarin gets overshadowed a lot. Because it's <laughs> oh. like I'm I'm like I mentioned, yeah, I like this character a lot. I I relate to him. Um, I I feel like I understand him. I've liked him since the beginning. He was always the quiet kid in the kind of in the background, which a lot of these things sans the equivalent of demonic possession are things that i understand and have had in my life yeah (laughs) but but whenever i say these things i feel like there are just air horns and and (laughs) massive neon signs that say feather (laughs) (laughs) no one else is allowed to love him yeah right (laughs) um and and so my my comments just kind of go into the void um I, d- I, I didn't I, even know this about you, so that's completely true. <laughs> yeah. right? No right? You didn't no. even put Renarin in your list, by the way. Uh, I did. So One, I felt like there would be nothing else to say after Feather has gone <laughs> through him. Fair. Uh, two, I don't consider him a bay or a crush or a beefcake. Um, I consider him a character I relate to. Okay. Well, that's less exciting. It, it is, the, which is why I'm he's not on the list. I'm incredibly vain, so all the characters I relate to, I have a crush on. Because so. <laughs> you're like Narcissism. Hey, I love you. Fair. Yeah, I, I feel like I actually haven't talked about Renarin quite as much after Oathbringer, and that's kind of just because I feel like I, there's not as much need to defend him and my love oh, for Oh, right, him yeah, 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 because now people like, realize, people, like, People oh, don't okay, get as much, cool. like... Why would you care about Renarin? Everyone's like, oh, yeah, Renarin's cool now. And I'm like, yeah, right. Great. But now my work here is done. Yeah. And I also feel like Renarin in large part, maybe entirely to Feather. (laughs) Because reading all of her posts on Tumblr about Renarin, it's like, oh, hey, this guy is like me. That's my favorite thing. When people tell me I made them love Renarin. Yeah, pretty much. All right, Evgeny. Top crush bay or the whatever. The queen. The one and only. The best. The most beautiful and intelligent and compatible with my religious beliefs. <laughs> Yasna Kulin. Oh. Oh. Yasna. <laughs> Uh, yes, yes, Queen Queen Fen. Queen Fen yes. is awesome, but yes, Yasna is amazing. <laughs> she is, but in a very different way. No, Yasna, 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 Yasna's my jam. Huh? Uh, but I mean, she doesn't so like she, jam. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> but that is because she's mine, not I am hers. That's that's how this works. Oh, ah. How how okay. yeah? How how do you plan to persuade Yasna to this arrangement? Uh thoroughly in a written form okay. with beautiful handwriting and compelling arguments. Good what answer. What are your arguments? Which which are, well, 
<laughs> we didn't prepare this podcast that's... enough to have <laughs> that's private that's private Ian. That's, your yeah, that's, 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 that's between me and her okay <laughs> um i don't feel like i need to defend her as in in my list as as much as feather does renarin um are there she's... people who don't like yasna like dislike other, her as a character other people were dumb <laughs> no i'm there saying do those people, people even exist every character well yeah. that's true um, but like most people are like yasna's awesome and then when she becomes queen there's like yeah i'm ready and like that's i feel like that was most people's reaction i don't know yeah yeah so i am i am by far not unique in in my love for her or adoration for her or obsession with her or infatuation with her <laughs> or admiration for her i'm great this, this is the podcast this is the podcast this is great see i feel like i hear a lot of like people on tumblr who are like yes yasna could step on me and i would thank her <laughs> like all of this weird tumblr ways of expressing affection i am so uncomfortable with stuff like that you just <laughs> scroll scroll <laughs> um no i like there there is def so a few things about yasna right uh -huh. a lot of people like her as either uh an ace an asexual character or or lesbian or bi or and and from there stem how, how do i want to approach this because I, the direction I was going was not to to belittle those things, right? Because uh, th there's definitely some some support for these. Things. Like she's not a character whose uh, sexuality is explored at all. In fact, there is more support for these things. But I also feel like people were putting a lot of focus on on that aspect of her. And they don't they don't need to like that's not that's not a defining that's not a defining character for her. Yeah, or a she's awesome for a, a lot of reasons. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, yeah. And Brandon has said that she would not want that to be the focus of. Oh, yeah. People's perception right. Of right. Her. So like, I guess I guess I guess where I was going with this is there is a good amount of online commentary on her that focus on that. And I, and I really don't care for it. She mm. is awesome because uh, she is an academic. She is powerful. She is confident. Uh, she is strong in multiple ways. She kicks people so strongly that Adeline thinks there's a monster behind the street. <laughs> um, uh, so, legs. Her takedown of Amaram was just oh, that was oh, that was amazing. great. That was oh, so, so good. good because you hate Amaram so, so much, and then Yasna's oh, like, so yeah. tasty. You know, you know so what tasty. I what I love even more though is that her immediate reaction after that, immediately after, she goes, "I I probably should not have talked about his mom." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like she is, it. she is a powerful weapon when unleashed but she also most of the time has the the self-restraint and the control to go no that that's too far i i should not this i should not burn this person yeah but but at the same time sometimes like, literally that <laughs> right it, it just reminded me of you know way of kings where shalan's like or where yasna's telling shalan 
eh, you know, you need to, you know, you can't just be witty all the time, you know? And then when Yasna's unleashed, she's just like, yo, I'm gonna just wreck you. And like, ah, that was, that was... Like, uh, Shalon, you need to be careful with what you say and try not to insult people. And then Amaran walks in. She's like, never mind. Drop me a beat. <laughs> much. Uh, soul, and, casting, soul casting a bike from thin air just to heck, drop it. Right. Right. And uh, I, I, I do think Yasna is ace. But uh, we, we often see a lot of Yasna's beauty described through Shalon. Yes. <laughs> like, so... You know. That's like I also enjoy the Ace Yasna interpretation, but that's not as like defendable and important to me as like Shalon has a crush on Yasna, and oh. I don't. It's very the the biggest <sighs> crush, yeah, so much. And I don't know if Brandon necessarily intended it that way, or if it's you read way Brandon, of Kings again. It's like Brandon oh. is a straight guy and doesn't know how straight girls <laughs> describe beautiful women necessarily, but like. There's there's some crush there. Yeah. I mean there's there's the infamous tweet on on Baishalan. Uh, about Silver, yes. Yep. Which I as one of Silver's friends, I there was like a good two hours of deliberation before Silver sent that tweet. Just like, guys, should I tweet at Brandon about how Baishalan is? Like, <laughs> like, go for it. And then she tweets and it looks really casual. It was very carefully constructed <laughs> and filled with much trepidation. <laughs> Yeah, each I, word carefully selected. It paid off. It was great. But regardless of characters' sexuality on this podcast, we can still irrationally love any character, whether they are eldritch horrors or ace or whatever. Yeah, you know, or or, or not. These yeah. are potentially unrequited loves. Oh well, they're all unrequited because they're fictional characters. <laughs> so yeah, no, we <laughs> what are you me back? Quite. <laughs> so in. Tell us your top bay. I'm actually going to go with Hoyd. Oh. It, Fair. It, so Explain. For those of you who have watched Doctor Who, my Not favorite me. doctor is the 11th Doctor, Matt Smith. Mm. And there's just like a whimsy and a darkness to him that I just really love. And... I see a lot of that in Hoyd. Like, Hoyd can be goofy at times. Like, when yes. he's wit, like, he's very yeah. humorous. Witty. But there's also, like, I would watch this world burn if it got me what I wanted. Yeah. I was like, yeah. That's my favorite side of Hoyd, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Allow me to counter that with literally every other doctor from the reboot <laughs> has more of that darkness than Matt Smith. But I just love the Eleventh Doctor, so it's this not is not rational. a Doctor Who podcast. But <laughs> welcome to Doctor Who cast, where Eric doesn't know what's happening because he's never seen an episode of it. Well, I, I have seen one episode, but uh, just just say David Tennant's your favorite, and we can move on. I thought going in, I no, thought no, David no, Tennant was mo my moving on. No, no, nope, we're not talking about Doctor Who. We're not talking about Doctor Who. But David Tennant would make a good Hoyd. Doctor, yes. Doctor yeah, that's true. <laughs> that, that is true. Floofy hair. Can can I open with with my top bay? Yes. Ba Edo Mishram. I don't care if she hasn't been on screen, and I don't care if some people listening to this podcast don't have 
my extreme love for Bai and Mishra. But let, let, okay, so this is an unmade, all right? <laughs> it's gotta, this gotta is get the... the unmade. Yeah. Oh. She, well, yeah. So she was a high princess of the enemies for uh of the enemy a commander during some of the desolations now you might say well eric that's because by domishram that that legend was just because of the false desolation where by domishram was basically the big bad yeah that's possible but maybe she commanded the fused in other desolations how freaking badass would she need to be when she appears on screen you need to be terrified she is gonna wreck your crap all day long and it's gonna be scary it's gonna be great and i love her also also just pointing out she did a ridiculous thing of connecting with almost all the the singers and connecting with them and giving them void light and forms of power which is an absurd amount of magical ability. And it's just, oh man, she is going to come on screen and be the baddest unmade that there was. And it's going to be real bad. And it's going to be great. And I'm going to love her. And I don't care if she's a giant, like, evil monstrosity. Uh, I'd do her. <laughs> I just want to clarify... I'm, I'm this is a character that has never appeared in canon. That, that's true. <laughs> Look, she could have provided Gavilar that, that void light, okay? That's possible. All right? She is mentioned, She's though, mentioned in she epigraphs. Mentioned. She, she's there not even mentioned in non-epigraphs. I understand this. Several sentences about her. Yes. <laughs> yes. At least. Her imprisonment <laughs> caused all of... The singers, except, you know, the the listeners, of course, to be lobotomized. And the, the radiance at the time thought that that would end desolations forever. Bidemishram is badass. She is so awesome. And I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to see her on screen. And it's going to be so good. You thought Siana was cool? No, Bidemishram. She's, she's going to oh, be awesome. Cool. Like, just imagine uh, yeah. an unmade, just imagine an unmade barking orders to the fused. Think about how awesome she needs to be to do that. I think I've always had it in my head, and, and we don't want to turn this into, into a theory crafting um, episode, but I've always had it in my head that she was a singer at some point, and that's, that's when she was a high, I was going to say priestess, high princess of the enemy. Mm. Also, I don't know if you can hear my cat crying for attention no. at my feet. No. She is, and I'm yes. trying to get maybe her to stop clawing me. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe she'll be guest starring and on now the podcast. she's biting. Okay. Cool. Good. <laughs> she doesn't like Father Mishram. Uh, yeah. No, she doesn't. She's very jealous of Bada Mishram. She wants, Dalish wants to be the high princess of the Voidbringers. She'd be good at it. I'm a little little disappointed, Eric, that this was literally the best podcast for you to do the Bay out of Mishram. Oh, yeah. I know. I know. I I was getting there. I was getting there. Come on. No. Bay out of Mishram. Or if you do a long A, that's probably just how Brandon pronounces it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Bay out of Mishram. 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 
Bay Auto Shram. We already did the pronunciation podcast, but oh, Brandon. Yeah. Some of these. I I was not on it, so. No, you weren't. (laughs) No, you weren't. But, uh, no, I, I, Bay Auto Mishram, I, I have. There, I there have legit been nights where I'm like, man, Biodimitrium is awesome, <laughs> like that, that, like a non-zero, not like five, but like more than one. <laughs> True story. That's completely I don't even accurate. Know how to respond to if, this? If, if just she that she's just awesome to me right now. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, she, I'm just thinking how awesome she will be on screen and how she will like just murder half the cast and probably could. <laughs> She's probably good. I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh, like Kaladin man. gets shard plate. Bahadamishram comes in and just like, uh, like just immediately kills Kaladin. That's the end of book four. Calling it. You have terrible I... ideas. I know it's great. No. <laughs> it's great. would revolt. Man. I know. Did we figure out how but to I'll be people happy. from this call? But <laughs> I'm hosting this call. Dang. Um. So that 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 that's Bahadamishram. She she's she's my top oh. bay. Oh. I won't miss her connection. I'm a little afraid because I think this means we're back to me. That's right. And my first my first choice was a disclaimer in that it was not really a bay or a beefcake. But now I have to confess <laughs> to my number one trash garbage Cosmere love. I'm ready. Which is Marace. Yes. Oh God! Like, for those of you who've listened to Splintercast, I am eternally embarrassed at how I reacted the first time Raze <laughs> showed up in the book. Can, you can listen it to was, Alex reacting true. to you can Raze go back. for I the first time which, which on Splintercast. Uh, reads words of radiance. It's all on iTunes. Here. I want to say forty-four. Chapter forty-four is the first time Raze shows up. But um, yeah. So that's just my type. Very evil, very dangerous, very very sexy. well dressed. Uh, speaks like a gentleman. Will torture you, little knife. <laughs> the look that Arjun is giving you. Right now. And now we're on video. This is so good. We get to judge each other's vase uh, on video. Oh, Easy. I just have such a thing for like extremely manipulative relationships too and the whole (laughs) the whole like back Uh and forth spy versus spy thing that he and Shalon have going on like I know it's the worst ship ever but I do kind of ship it yeah see I I, you know if if Shalon and Adolin if there's relationship problems I wouldn't want Shalon to be with Kaladin raise though i'd be like yeah you know i'd be down for that that would that would be fun and like he just he's got that whole vibe of he knows so much and he will use that knowledge to make you do what he wants no matter what your goals are you're going to be doing what the ghost bloods want and i'm disappointed that there was not more raise in Yes. Oathbringer. We need more Ghost Bloods plot. I feel like that's so that going to be like a big part of book four. Every time you know. he's on screen. He's still your beating heart. Oh, you, you, you want the Ghost Bloods to blackmail you into doing whatever Raze wants you to do. It wouldn't be difficult. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just... I love really terrible characters. Oh, I I, 
I'm most the excited worst... for your next uh, one on the list. The worst character. Okay. All right. We'll we'll get to that. In a we'll get bit. to that. But Evgeny. Oh. Okay. So my number two, Bay, is Yasna Kalin, <laughs> Queen of Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. That, that's that's my entire list, you guys. Just... Oh, my my <laughs> Mishra, That's three. There's. Two hyphens, three names, three that, people that is on the true. list. Yeah, it's, 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 it's can't beat that. Who else on your list has three names? I think Hoyt uh, counts. Shut up. <laughs> we do have one one hyphenated name. Oh, that's true. That's true. But what's your what's your actual second uh, one? My actual second. Uh, I actually didn't put these in no, you didn't. any kind of priority. I, 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 no, I put some. But of I'll here for you. I, I think I can safely go with Chris. The the Duke is Chrysala. You you look at her, you look at Yasna, I think you're getting an idea of what the <laughs> hold type up, is. Hold up, hold up, hold <laughs> up a second. We're all making faces. <laughs> Dukas? Duchess? Duchess. <laughs> yeah, that's a CH. <sighs> However... The uh, the land that a duke and a duchess rule over is D U C H Y, and it's dukey, which bothers me a lot. I thought it was oh, Dutch. No, I'm almost positive it's dukey. <laughs> English is a bad language. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, that's fair. Sorry, I was just like anyway. <laughs> Look, to this day, I have not go gone over the fact that the ratio. And patio. <laughs> okay, that's true. Look, yeah, look, honestly. English doesn't make so, any sense. We understand. So, we, we all know this. Juches, Chrysala, Chris. Um. No, I've I've lost my mojo. No. <laughs> why? Why um, is Chris great? She, she. I mean, she is. She is. Uh, intelligent. She has passion for science. She likes to dig in the little sand. behind the scenes kind oh. of laws of the of the universe of the Cosmere. It's like she also likes the to sand. In yes, sand. Also the sand. Like, what, yes. Where are you going? With yes. This? <laughs> there's there's little bacteria there, and they do things with investiture and and light and yeah. um and moisture. Mm -hmm. Um. Obviously, we've seen even less of her than we have seen of of Yasna. I'm I'm still waiting for an actual novel for White Sand where we get to spend some more time with her. We get to see her uh, discover the presence of the Cosmere, leave that world, and and decide that hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna go figure how all of this works out. Yeah, and that's way, that's an interesting Chris story. I'm gonna I'm gonna go grab this this Irish uh, James Bond type of guy. Yeah, a story of those of Chris and Nas meeting. Yeah, I I love her style as as like Ugh, aesthetic. Outfits are so good. Seeing her in and Nas and Secret History is like yeah, that was oh, that yeah. was good stuff. Seeing her in White Sand not does not give me the same uh, joy as say uh, that but in she does. She does such such a catwalk entrance. That's, That's true. Probably my least favorite part about uh, about that, actually. And you can listen to our White Sand react volume one reactions. 
I, that's our actually our longest podcast. <laughs> actually, oh I know you've probably thought of this, and even though I said that I really do like Ace Yasna, Yasna and Chris is an excellent. That's show. true. They would but get along so well with we, each we other. We can. I think most people can get behind that one. They are, they'd be so perfect. Um, I, I should actually just campaign and, and just make Brandon do that. <laughs> start it, start a petition. Yeah. Change, yeah. change.org. Canonize yeah. it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I really loved her appearance in, uh, was it the Bands of Morning? Yeah, it was Bands of Morning, right? Not shadows. Yeah, yeah. Well, where she Chris, she yeah. dances with wax. She she just jumps into the dance and is like, okay, tell me how this works. Yeah, and and lampshades uh, the red shift, which is like, oh, so good, <laughs> so like, good. Oh, like, world topper. I, I, I could just figure out how no you guys good. don't burn yourselves to death. That that's yeah. a great lampshading that Brandon can get away with now. I don't know if he can get away with that in era four, but you know. Yeah. Probably less so. Yeah. But yeah, Chris maybe. is great. But my least favorite Chris is White Sand. But her essays are great. I like, oh, give me more essays. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now yeah. this essay. Essays, oh, yeah. Essays, fantastic. Um, I love the fact that she is right now somewhere on Roshar just teasing secrets out of the Artifabrians and, and being frustrated yeah. when they don't give her the secrets. Uh, I absolutely love the fact that she is gathering maps for some reason. She does like maps. She she does like maps, and I like maps, and I like Isaac, and Isaac also likes maps. But that's <laughs> a person in Bridge 4. Maps? That's a character oh, in Bridge 4. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Sorry. How do, I, how do I kick somebody from this? <laughs> that's the new... That's the... Our like byline on Shardcast. Now. I, I can mute all three of you at the same time. It's great. It's great. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's 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 Chris. I I I love me some some nerdy girls. I love me some science girls. Yeah. I love me some some girls that are very much no nonsense type of. Hey, we're we're talking business now. I I I'd like her better if her planet White Sand wasn't dumb. But, well, you know. she got she got that somewhere. Well, yeah, she doesn't and know it's dumb. We'll She's see in volume friends. three what the canonical things. Hey, gonna maybe, be. maybe, maybe that's why she left the planet. Is like this planet has a very dumb plot. <laughs> <laughs> Pieces out and goes to Mistborn. <laughs> I have to chase the other avatars of the shard that we don't even talk about in volume one. But. So now she's Zuko chasing the avatar. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Ian, what's next for you? So, this next character has become dear to me over the course of Shardcast. Yeah. Because someone likes to make fun of me what? about this character. I don't know what you're talking about. Is it? Is it Ben? Has Ben become dear to you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's the best dragon, Edgley. Has that been confirmed? No, not at all. Okay, cool. I don't no. keep up with Wobs, no. so y'all can't just say things. If only <laughs> you had a podcast that uh, talked about exciting words of Brandon, like Shardcast. But oh. what? She's totally a dragon. Like, come on. Like, she has to be. Like, <laughs> That's, yep. Because, come on. Because, because breath. 
to she's a shard she's an incredibly powerful woman like that that's awesome i mean that's true like if you mess with her she will destroy you so come on that's great i really loved her letter in oh yeah yeah i I remember like in those very first few weeks when we were like trying to piece together who was who everyone's like that can't be Edgley. It seems so harsh. And I'm like, no, I bet you it yeah, is. Like, I bet it is. And she would smack you. Yeah. Yeah. It, it gives if, so if much odium, characterization. If odium becomes a problem, he will be dealt with. It's like, oh, okay. Sure. Sign that, me up. That sounds convincing. <laughs> what? This is, this is my tropical paradise planet and I will wreck you. If yeah. you come here, <laughs> I will destroy you. I yep. will deal with yep. you. Yep. No, I, I love that line. Yeah. Mm. I do too, which is why I love Edgley. Yep. Or Edgley as Also I say I say Edgley. <sighs> Can we I used to be people from this call? <laughs> <laughs> your 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 presence suggests that no we cannot. No. Nope. Um I, I used to be I used to be a hashtag Edley Edgley guy. And and I just think Edgley sounds it better. does but speaking of a pronunciation that is wrong, that I still say, Marasi. I love. I'm probably not going to give Marasi. Oh, is that Marasi? I can't give that up. I, I, I can't give it up either. Even though I realize Marasi makes much more sense. Mm. What? I, I feel like uh, Arjun is on to something. Yes. And we should all just switch to Edley, and the G is silent. <laughs> and that will solve this problem. Yeah, the G is silent. Easy. Like lots of, like, like through. You don't pronounce the, the G. The tears of Edley. Eggly. Eggly. Oh. The D is silent. Eggly. Oh. So many but, bad days. Sorry, <laughs> I was trying to do a nice transition into my love for Marasi. Okay. Okay. Ah, gotcha. N- nice try. Yeah, yeah, I. I... Didn't work. Guys, I I do my best. These guys do their best to derail. Me too, though. Um, Marasi is wonderful. And from the second that I saw her in Alloy of Law, I'm like, you're the best. You're, again, really smart. Uh, I I thought for a while that, like, I was kind of disappointed that Wax was going through with uh, his engagement because I'm like, oh, Wax and Marasi. It This was an alloy. But then, like, mm-hmm. I, I got to see how their relationship evolved, and I like that a lot better, of course. And so I, I wonder who I wonder who Marasi will end up with, you know? Uh, but she she's uh, smart and awesome, and, uh, I mean, that... that that's all you need to know. And she's she's making waves in uh you know, the Ellendell constabulary. It's because yes. she likes stats, isn't it? She's a yeah, statistics that, that, person. Yeah, that that's true. That that helps. That helps <laughs> and a lot. I'm totally gonna end up with Alec. Just saying. That the yeah, that's true. Alec is awesome. I, I just don't know how much Southern Who knows what Sorry, Lost Metal's gonna be. Lots of background noise. Dale's just trying to destroy my blinds again. One of my one of my favorite moments with Mercy is where she talks with Wax about the concentration of lawmen in the city versus the roughs and how the roughs were actually 
numerically better policed than <laughs> the El it's the city of Ellendale. It's 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 such a such a great like I love this in a in a character. Just like give me the data. Yeah. Give me the numbers. Give me data. the science. Yes, data. <laughs> yes. Love her. Well, I, I do have a type, don't I? You so you haven't figured this out yet? <laughs> I mean, not not to this extent. Look, like, my I, my I, loves go eldritch horrors who will destroy <laughs> me and girls who like math. I'll <laughs> I'll go for the crazy eldritch horror first. But you know, girls who like math, I'm Emma Min, okay? What if it's a crazy eldritch horror who loves math? Oh. <laughs> so. Take me now. <laughs> I'm in. I'm glad I'm not the only person with questionable taste here. Uh speaking of questionable taste, Alex. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> I had this one put on my list. What? I did not choose this next one. No, no. You as soon as you read that chapter in Oathbringer. You messaged me that I think I have a crush on Odium. That's what you said. <laughs> okay. Explain. Here's the thing. I, I was not surprised. Am, as much as I like like sinister, manipulative people, uh -huh. I also like people who are 100% evil and very nice about it. Because that's such a fun character type. And mm -hmm. my argument is, yeah, Odium looks like an old dude for most of Oathbringer, but he's a shard, which means he can make his avatar look like whatever he wants. He looks like a singer in the last part of the book, so he could be hot if he wanted to. I just need to. <laughs> oh, so, so so you're not into the the old man aspect? No, I don't. This but, is but, like when I tell like, people. But you like, do, you like, I, do you like the the the, the crown, the, the golden scepter, and golden white is a great like aesthetic for a villain because it's very like holy and beautiful anyway i i, I do I, still love the line uh you're you're god uh the other one the other no one. i'm the other one so they call me odium like yes uh, uh but that is that is easily one of the best lines in old finger i think so yeah. good Oh, chills. I, I feel like it's a little similar to when I tell people that I really like Gaul from Destiny 2, who's a very ugly space turtle dude. And I'm like, listen, it's not about what he looks like. It's the things he does. And also his voice acting is amazing. And like, I'm learning just close your eyes you, a little Alex. bit. You don't have to. It's not about the aesthetic here. Just, just close your eyes and let it happen. The unashamedly evil and despicable person and i don't think that's better but i can i can get behind where we are you're, yeah 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 you're 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 consistent Ugh. i can yeah, get behind like, good voice acting yeah that's true like ruin is has some similarities to odium in that same kind of like kindly force of destruction who's trying to you know kill everyone Odium's way more and is trying to be really nice about it yeah but like ruin you also have a lot more of the shard brainwash like i don't get the sense that ruin tries to be really manipulative about it so much as it's just like well i mean yes uh, but Odi odium is, is very colored by his perspective strongly so he just thinks he's completely yeah. correct 
Ruin, Ruin is Ruin much too. less, I feel like, disingenuous about it. Like, Ruin actually believes a lot of the things that Ruin says. He's like an whereas, adorable puppy. Yeah. Like, but Odium, whereas, like, like, Odium is like, oh, no, actually, I'm awesome. Like, Odium actually yeah. loathes everyone and yeah. is smiling so that you will I, smile back the I'll whole I'll transform time. this realm like, substantially. Yeah. Okay. All right, then. Yep. Thank you, Mr. Odium. All right. Okay, then. Sure. Thanks. Dude, uh, you call him daddy. <laughs> Listen, there was... I suggested horribly a Chrome extension that would change all instances of Stormfather to Storm Daddy, and it's the worst thing I've ever suggested. <laughs> Next. <So>. Next. <laughs> Evgeny. Next. I will save us. Where's my list? No, Where's my list? Where's my list? <laughs> Because you deleted my list. Okay. Um, let's oh, see. Also starring Dalish. Oh, nope. nope he's gone. She's gone. <laughs> she's gone. She's here. Um, but she's gone. I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it thematic. Okay. And I will select. It. So we're we're no longer going in order for me. Yeah. Uh, because it's a it's a tough call. I'll take Steris. I'll take I'll take the stairs. Yeah. Um <laughs> That was bad. Thank you. That took thank that you. took me a bit. Thank you. That took me a thank second. You. Those are the best. Those are the spiciest. <laughs> uh <laughs> uh-huh. so uh Steris. I mean obviously obviously she uh fits uh everything I've talked about so far to an extent. Um I think the the mix between her kind of I, I, I don't want to say cold and calculating because that's true, but that doesn't describe her very well. Mm-hmm. Um but but the mix between these kind of characteristics and her just complete and and unabashed and shameless love for thrill and action like I'm thinking when like the very first time uh Wax takes her Essentially, to the skies, right? Mm-hmm. When they fly up, and and yeah. she loves it. Yeah. Um, I think it's a, a the the uh, juxtaposition between her quote unquote regular or normal personality and those moments is really exciting and it's really neat. Yeah. Um, I I I think her <laughs> just amazing level of preparedness with with lists all the time is great. Um, I think her sense of humor, although I don't think she thinks that is sense of humor, is great. Like she has, she has the ability to say yes. funny things, and she thinks she's saying serious things, but they actually come out funny, and it's and it's, it's fantastic. I love it. Uh, one of the things that I, I also find in myself sometimes, where people think I'm being funny when I insult them, when I actually am just insulting them. Um, <laughs> That's, I mean, that's just convenient, really. Go to anyone who, ta- who talks to Evgeny. It's probably serious. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't, I don't think I have much to talk about Ceres. It's just, she's, she's such a genuine character and she's lovable. And I loved her since the Alloy of Law when mm. people either hated her or didn't give a crap about her. That was me. 
I'm so I have sharing. more to say about stairs. Okay. So, take it away. I'm, well, I'm, I'm glad to share her. One of my favorite things about stairs is her honesty. And she yeah. has a very unbiased perception of herself and others. It, and we see this with towards the ends of board bands of mourning. She talks about how she ranked everybody in terms of what they add to the mission on a scale from <laughs> yeah. zero to 100. <laughs> it, all bit. the others are in like the seventies to nineties and she's a seven. Those numbers <laughs> might not be accurate because it's been a while since I read the yeah. book, but it's been a while. Yeah. Approximately. Yeah. yeah. And, and you're, you think like that's so sad, and and then she's talking to um, the the Southerners. They have no idea what she's saying. She's mostly just talking to herself. And right. She, I couldn't give my couldn't in good honesty give myself the lowest score because I do have my uses sometimes. And like she pulled out the medallions. Yep. It's like yes, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And then there's the scene at in the party. Oh, yeah. with wax in Saris in mm-hmm. New Saren, where she keeps drinking the the lemon drink, and <laughs> but doesn't act like she's been drinking it. And Wax just notices that's lower than it was, and she's like, "She's <laughs> <laughs> just adorable." Saris fans so good. Yeah, I I adore Saris for many of the same reasons that I adore Renarin. Um, and I will say, as a testament to Brandon's characterization, even though they're both, like, confirmed on the autism spectrum, they both are very different characters. Totally different. Um, and I, I love that he's got that, you know, writing characterization range. But they also have that, like, common thread of both underestimating themselves and thinking that they're... I mean, Steris has that scene, and Renarin always talks about how he's useless. And I just... I'm like, they're so amazing at what they do and when they get their moment to shine and they start to see that they're valuable and do great things i'm like oh yay thank goodness yeah and then there's the infamous hotel scene the infamous hotel scene yes so great again these threats like no i just like being prepared yeah (laughs) It, it took me a long time to get warmed up to Steris, like I never dislike Steris, but I'm like in Alloy, I like Marasi better. Like I, I did, but mm-hmm. like through bands. Oh, so she's so great. She's so and, great. And I mean, the it, 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 I, I feel like we have to address the end of Shadows of Self. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> the beginning of Band of Morning with her wedding and like it getting ruined <laughs> was so sad. I was like, can Steris just have one good thing? And but one... it was better that it was. That I like the other right? wedding like better. Was... But well, like, she had a backup location, like six rings. <sighs> that's like, that's part of one of the reasons that like Wayne gets on my nerves so much because he's mean to Steris, right. and Steris is my favorite character in Era Two. Right. And I'm like, I'm gonna be at your throat, Wayne, unless you leave her I... alone. It, it was really emotional when, you know, Wax, like, really meant that he wanted to be her husband. Like, yeah. that was, that was really great. And yeah. by the end of Bands, it's like, I don't know. It, it totally sold me. And she bursts into tears. And yeah. Is, uh, this, 
something that deviated from my list has never been like so wonderful. <laughs> no, that was so cute. Uh, uh, I I feel like her whole marriage contract thing, she first comes off as like, oh, she's unemotional and doesn't care about romance at all. And then it turns out she does really want to be loved and have intimacy with someone. Yeah. She just never thought anybody would want her. And so right, exactly. having a contract would be respectful for this person right. who gets stuck with her for the rest of their life. Like, right. what a sad thing to think. And I'm so glad yeah. that she and Wax actually yeah. love each other no, now. that's great. I, I relate to this very specifically and individually and personally. <laughs> Ian, do you want to do another one? Sure, because my list is so long. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to go with Light Song. Is it getting longer? No. <laughs> Light Song is really good. He's yeah. great. He is the epitome of beefcake. By, by definition, uh, yes. yes. Yeah, he's a tall yeah. buff guy. So. Yes. But there's also... Yeah. He has no idea who he was before and there's a whole subplot of him trying to figure out who he oh, was before. Oh man, that was so funny. And and then there's this scene at the end where he's trying to sword fight because he's th he thinks he's this great hero and <laughs> Lilarmar, his brother, is like, you were an accountant. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, oh my man. Poor so Larimar. Oh, and there's the whole idea where he is a genuinely heroic person, in my opinion. But yeah, he has this persona of being a goofball, like a rebel almost. Because yeah, he's not very highly respected among the court. Right. Like, there was the, the time where he, I he tried to be like a good god. And right. everybody just thought he was being fake and demeaning him. He is he's such a Chad without being a Chad. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. I I think that's probably the saddest I thing about the idea of a Warbreaker sequel. That Light Song won't be there. Yeah, it's like I constantly forget that he died in the end. I'm like, oh man, I can't wait to see Light Song and Blushweaver again. And then I'm like nope. Oh wait, well, no, they're yeah. both. We're not even going to be in Halendren, probably. So yeah, we're yeah. not going to be in Tetelur. So sad because like Light Song was such a, a huge part of that book, and the well, fact you're that also not going to see Blushweaver be because she's also dead. I know they're both gone. <laughs> they're both dead. This is very <laughs> sad. Uh, it was a he, he had a great. He went out with a bang though. Yeah, and it it, was very good. It was even good. even it's, if that bang was not Blushweaver. <sighs> I walked into that. You really uh, look. Like I was like, how do I phrase that joke? And you just made it for speaking, me. Thank you. Speaking of Blushweaver, Ian, I'm looking at this list. Uh huh. <laughs> yes, I also have Blushweaver on the list. Blushweaver is great. Blushweaver is. She's. You think like she's like a villain for a lot of the books. Like she's either but... a villain or a very vapid. Like the persona she gives off is. A very vapid, like mm -hmm. looks-oriented person. Right. Where she's actually incredibly smart, and her whole persona is an act. Right. Like, yeah, a very exactly. comfortable act for her, but she yeah. almost went with like a very chaste persona. 
which would have been weird. <laughs> Given I, that yeah. they, she was. I written. never, I never got a, a villain out of her, but, uh, but yeah, I, I think Vapid is probably a good word. Like I keep trying to Antagonist. think of of, a, of of like a character in popular media that I can say. Well, she is. She tries to come off like that, and she does it very well. When when she's not actually like this, right. and, I, and I just can't think of anyone. She, yeah. She's almost a femme fatale. Yeah, almost. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, but there's a lot more depth than she gives off, and it, that was just really great. And it was it was sad when she died. I was like, oh, holy crap! This yeah. is and yep, they they just the, did that. Yeah, underestimating her, like we. That's all part of her plan. She wants people to underestimate her. Yeah. Because she right. can manipulate people better that way. Mm-hmm. And going with the looks oriented approach, also very good for manipulating people. Yeah. <laughs> just no, like, she is she's a hundred percent comfortable to just use her sexuality to get what she wants. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I think there's definitely that, you know, archetype of the very beautiful, seductive, manipulative woman. Sure. And she's always doing bad things. Right. And the fact that we we have Blush Weaver, who turns out she actually does want to like stabilize the kingdom and make sure in the event of a war right. that they're going to be able to protect their people. And it's like, yeah. great. It's just through She's most wonderful. of the book, you don't know that that's what Blush Weaver is doing. Right. That's what I was kind of going with the antagonist. Yeah, you're like, always like waiting for the ulterior motive. Right, exactly. It's like, it, oh no, she's she's on the up and up. It was doing a different strategy than Light Song. Mm-hmm. She and Light Weaver are actually a very bell suited match. Lightweaver? It's very sad that they both died yeah. before they could actually progress their relationship. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Now, now that I think about it, uh, welcome to Derail Cast. Yeah, Warbreaker is even more eventually. <laughs> um, Warbreaker is even more full of Brandon subverting tropes than oh, yeah. his so other books. Like so deliberate. Sirit, Vivena, Vasher. Uh, 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 Light Song, Blush Weaver. That book is all about the mercenaries. There, it's all about reversals. The entire thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nothing is as it appears in Warbreaker. Yeah, if if you if you haven't read Warbreaker, oops. But uh, (laughs) what what are you doing here? If you haven't, (laughs) but uh, read 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 that book because that is a fun book. I like introducing that as in an intro Brandon book because the prose yeah. is really good. Definitely a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, my next bay is surprise was surprisingly not at the top of the list for me, but Shalon, Shalon. <laughs> now, okay, I-, I need to be personal for a second that I end up dating crazy girls who are broken and it's not really great so i'm into shallan um, <laughs> so she's smart and witty uh and i always end up with broken girls anyway so shallan and i would yeah we'd get along really well so yeah so she's awesome in all of the right ways, uh, and she would definitely kill me eventually. So that that's fine. Um, <laughs> okay, pattern. Yeah, well, <laughs> right, exactly. Well, they both do love math, so... Exactly, that's yeah, see? I'll, I'll endear true. myself to pattern. Easy. Um, but yeah, no, Sh- Shalon's great, except for all the emotional issues. 
<laughs> I yeah. So I I really like Shalon. I've I've always liked Shalon. Uh, in in Way of Kings, some people are like, oh, I I want to get back to this other stuff. Me, first time I read Way of Kings, I'm like, man, part two was hard because there was no Shalon breaking this stuff up. So uh, yeah. So I I always liked getting back to the Shalon sections, and I loved Words of Radiance. O- Oathbringer Shalon was harder to read, but that was by design. It's like, yeah. oh, you're regressing, and yeah, and confronting some those things. It's time for her. Yeah. But she's still my bae. So. <laughs> yep. And she could be anyone in <laughs> any place. That, well. Psychologically I mean, dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh... Shalon. I'm actually going to to jump in here okay. and just follow up with. Uh, she's also on my list. Yep. For uh, for similar reasons. Okay. Uh, she is she's smart. She is witty. She is oftentimes very energetic, very excited. Uh, she can be bubbly, which I think is is adorable. Yes, um, it is. But she also shows. A lot of the traits that we've now established are my type. She is <laughs> she's interested in 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 stuff like yeah. in in science and nature Scholars. and 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 yeah, um, how the world works. And she is obviously a very good artist. And as somebody who doesn't have a single artistic bone in me, <laughs> um, very impressive. <laughs> Yep. To me, that's 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 fantastic. I I love visual artists. I love musicians. I I love people who can do creative things with their talents. That are I mean, period. Creative things. I was gonna say creative things that are not programming because software development can in also many ways be creative. But I don't see that as uh, as different. art. It, yeah. it 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 engages very similar areas of the brain, but it's like I don't see it as art. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Um and so people who can do that kind of stuff are they're they're black magic to me man. Um <laughs> yeah, j- j- good artists. Yeah. I mean I also And and yeah. mm-hmm. so we are I I was going to bring this up a little earlier but I forgot. We are recording this in October. Yep. And so it is still Inktober for us yep. and there has been some some beautiful beautiful art coming out of the fandom yep. in the past several weeks. Definitely. Um, a couple of great, great light songs uh, that just perfectly capture the character. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so, uh, Inktober, fantastic time for this. Artists yes. are extremely attractive to me, for we, sure. We love yeah. you, artists. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hundred percent, hands down. Just like, um, dang, that is impressive as hell. Like, jeez. And and so Shalon uh, hits a lot of the right chords with me. The the art and the science and the excitement and the one one thing I've realized about myself recently is that I am not as much interested in people enjoying the same things as I do as I am interested in people just being passionate about stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which after. Alex's previous submission to this podcast. I'm a little worried about, but I'm not going to think about that much. Passion. The shard of passion. Right. (laughs) Um, 
and 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 Shalan is is all of those things in multiple areas, and and she's young and adorable and cute and witty, and yeah. she has a weapon, and she's killed her parents. It's <laughs> both parents. Yep. Both both parents. Oh, and she'll definitely kill me. Easy. We all have such issues. I love it. So good. Your turn, yep. Alex. So speaking of Warbreaker, uh. You, knowing, noting the trend in this list, people could probably guess what? which of the Warbreaker characters would be. Speaking of Warbreaker and garbage, to me, Warbreaker um, and garbage. When I think Warbreaker and garbage, I think of Denth. Denth. I really Tonk like. Oh man, no, God. See, no, the thing is, like, no. Tonkfa is evil, but he also has the like dumb brute persona. Yeah. And the, my whole thing with dangerous characters is I often go for manipulative characters because they're extremely smart. Right. And that's what's right, exactly. really interesting to me about manipulators is like not only do you have to be really smart to do it, but you also have to be really empathetic and like understand what the other person wants and how right. you can use that to get what you like. <laughs> this is it's such an interesting character. I this is why I I'm, wait like, for your future relationship. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm I'm so into just being manipulated and just I, I just really like I don't want to be manipulated. I like watching them manipulate other people. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> it's different, right? Yeah. She's um, a sadist, not a masochist. She she likes anyway. Them. Anyway, anyway, uh one of my favorite things about Warbreaker is so I've, I've talked about how I read Cosmere books aloud to people. Right. And um, my sister was kind of the first audience that I had for Cosmere books. And we, we read Warbreaker after I read the Mistborn series to her. And she thought she knew what was going on. <laughs> she, like, the start of the book, she's like, oh, the God King doesn't have a tongue. And he's not as evil as he thinks he is. Like, very early on, she's like, I got this. I have Brandon's number. I know the way he writes now. I know his plot, plot twists. And she was so secure in her knowledge that she was not going to get taken, you know, off guard. And then the Denth reveal happened. And it remains to this day the only Cosmere plot twist that made my sister scream. And <laughs> I just... Like, that's one of the reasons I love reading to people is, like, I get to be there for their reactions <laughs> in the moment. And, right. yeah, it's yeah. just, I feel like, unlike Mraes and, and, like, Odium, Denth really doesn't think he's a bad person. No. He's he, just done bad things. Yeah, he's just, like, slowly crossed lines further and further until he suddenly looks at himself and is like, oh, Maybe I am a bad person. Hmm. Okay, let's do that then. It's like, dang. I, mean, I think right? it was in the Warbreaker annotations that Brandon talked about how everyone is the hero of their own story. Yeah, Denth yeah, really. And, and reading those annotations 10 years ago or whatever, I think that was the first time I, I heard that phrase. I was yeah. like, yeah, well, that's, that's, yeah that, that fits him exactly. Yeah. And he's a lot of Warbreaker is a direct response to the first Mistborn trilogy. Mm, yeah. right? And Denth is the Kelsier analog. Mm-hmm. Right. That this is the person Kelsier would be if he wasn't forced to be the hero. 
Yeah. Yeah, I can I can see that. He'll, I mean, he's Dennis happy to cross lines and genuinely yeah. likable. Even after you yeah. find out, he still he still has moments where you're like, oh, yep. Right until I, the end, he's likable I, the whole entire like, time. Oh, yeah, he went plummeting out the window to his death. Of course he'll survive. Like just great <laughs> quotes like that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and also there's that whole thing where he like tied Vasher up by his wrists. Okay, who's next? Oh, yep, yep. <laughs> Have bad taste. Yes. Really yes, we, we've we're, established we're, this repeatedly. Our audience is learning a lot about us today. Oh, y'all insisted I were, I were on this podcast. Because you, you have to be. You were mandatory. Mandatory. My community service. Confessing my sins to the entire fandom. You have the title Fandom Monster for a reason. I oh. do. That's true. Evgeny. What? What's your next one? Let's see. I guess I will address some some beefcakes. Okay. All right. Good. I can do that. I got a rep, you know. The, the not, 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 not a beefcake type of guy, but yeah, I no, can me either. I can I can respect a man sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And on the, not the top of that list mm. is Vasher. I am the scholar type. <laughs> All right, got that. <laughs> yep. Right, yeah. right, right. Uh, and, and, and that's exactly what I'm going to talk about. Right. Um, the opening line of Warbreaker is is one of my favorite lines. Uh, there, it's it's funny how many things begin with me being thrown in prison. <laughs> um, a great line. True to yeah. your life. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> Relatable. Relatable. <laughs> We've all been there, Vasher. <laughs> So many times being <laughs> thrown in prison. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, he's a mystery for um, for a lot of a lot of Warbreaker. Mm. Um, obviously, he is a, a just, just like a very grumpy, serious, no nonsense type of guy, um, which are all characteristics I I can relate to and oftentimes um, exhibit. And then, probably my favorite part of the entire book and that includes the reveal with the end and that includes um the the healing of the god king and him just going down the hole and awakening furniture and and mm, carpets yeah, and right. paintings and everything this is such a, a I, i'm a sucker for visual moments and this is one of the greatest ones yeah, yeah. in in brenda's book including that moment my favorite moment of the entire book is when we've spent like half the book establishing Vasher and establishing that he doesn't talk about stuff, that he doesn't like people. Um, and then he's talking with Bivena and, and he, he switches on full scholar mode. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And she, she goes, just, she just kind of blinks like, <laughs> well, there are four types of biochromatic entities in the invested art we know as <laughs> and it's it's a technical talk it's a science it's a scholar i'm like yes but he's also grumpy about it like he's not a good teacher that's the best part yeah like, he, he just he, like info dumps on you and you're like yeah that's not yeah. helpful dude and it, like <laughs> the, the contrast, give me more, please thanks yeah the, the contrast between him just using very short sentences and and just grunting a lot like any Cosmere guy and ignoring <laughs> questions and, and then he switches in. Welcome to the lecture hall. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. I, I love that so much. Uh, obviously, or maybe not so obviously, uh, his story continues in uh, in the Stormlight Archive, where yeah. he is very much the same guy. Um, yeah. <laughs> when he, you figure it out, it's like, oh yeah, oh, oh that that is oh. that is the same person. Got it. Yep. Uh, he still doesn't like people. He is um, still, still very much. <laughs> he's still a bad teacher. Well, that's debatable. He's grumpy about it. Yeah, 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 but he is, at least at times, very helpful. Yeah. He's um, not like, like the standard wise mentor figure, right? He's yeah. very empathetic and like, ah, oh, yes. He's no Gandalf, you no, know, no. not exactly. at all. Uh, and, and so he, he is obviously fantastic there as well. Yep. Um, I... I I am offended by it. everyone. Bright Lord is just a perfect tagline for him. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm offended by everyone's presence. You, you gotta love a god who's serving as a priest of a different religion. Just <laughs> yeah. Well done, yeah. sure. Right. Good job. So that's that's my that's my dude. Yep. Ian. Last so thing I'm going one. to go to a previously undiscussed world. In this discussion, Uh-oh. with Rayodin. Oh, oh, okay, that's not surprising. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're who? taking us to Elantrisian. Rayodin. What's Rayodin? What 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 book is? <laughs> I'm like Elantris. I don't know. I haven't read it in so long. And no, I, I remember. Right. A lot of people don't like Rayodin's arc because he really doesn't have an arc. No, he doesn't. He he, he doesn't have an internal arc. Right. He starts as a genuinely good person and he ends as a genuinely yeah. good person. Yeah, that's fair. The, the story is interesting about he's thrust into horrible circumstances and has to deal. His, he would, his conflicts are very much external. Right. He would not How be interesting two problem? books from now. Ever. Like, Yeah. Mm-hmm. As a side character, he'd be interesting two books from now. But. And I, I do empathize with him a lot because he's a nerdy guy. Yeah. He loves books. He, so. He's too dashing for me and being, you know, all good looking and good at everything for, for me to really empathize with him. But no, I, I like Randon. I and, and there's the whole. He's not very good looking for most of the book. True. But, okay. <laughs> but, but, okay, fair point. <laughs> it, it, and. He takes Elaintress and builds a community, which is yeah. just, that is something I really enjoy. It's why I really love Sabariel. Not as a crush by any means. Sabariel, <laughs> the real beefcake. <laughs> yeah. He's hilarious. Sabariel is building an economy, and it's just like, yes, give that to me. So you like, like City I, I love games. I, I love City. <laughs> <laughs> and that's oh, there really aren't that many books that deal with that in a way yeah. I find satisfying. Yeah. So, Wondrous so, did have that really well. So, yeah. so what I'm what I'm getting out of this is Sibario give it to me. I am now satisfied. Uh, I'm gonna move on to my next video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before before we move on from oh, Rayodin, okay. um, in a in a non-Krishnan like 
beefcake uh-huh. type of way. Uh-huh. I always enjoy going back to Elantris just to see a a positive character, somebody who tries to do good and is a good person and succeeds in doing good and is a little inspirational along the way. Like it is good to have people like that in books because I would like to see more people like that in the real world. Yes. And he's thrust into horrible, a horrible situation, but he's never angsty about it. Mm-hmm. He's just, yeah. okay. Sometimes you don't want the grim, dark, angsty yeah. person. I, I feel like what, that's what one of the me? things that I just overall appreciate about the way that Brandon writes the Cosmere is in the midst of a lot of like dark, everyone's a horrible, deeply flawed, awful person. Brandon, a lot of times, is still willing to write, like, this is a person who's trying their best to do a good thing, and they have flaws, and they don't always do do it right, but they are they they have genuinely good intentions. They try. They want, they want the best, and it's like, okay, yeah, Even thanks. if the best is, I nice. would love to kill everyone on Roshar, like Odium. Like, I, I, I am the hero of my story. What are you going to do about it? Like, that's Odium, right? He believes that his path <sighs> is correct. He wants to rule everything. And and this 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 goes Good. to Brandon as as a person and as a writer, right? He Brandon genuinely believes people are inherently good. Yep, exactly. And if they if they do bad things, it is most likely because of their circumstances. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And and I love that. I I next to George R. R. Martin and and Abercrombie, give me more Brandon. I mean, but yeah. also next to anyone, give me more Brandon. But like, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so true. Right. Um, how about we do a rapid fire round of a few more beefs? We'll, we'll, we'll just go in order, like quick, not, not long discussions. Uh, I'll start with Palm. Yeah. Palm is so Palm is also on my list. Good. Yeah. Isn't she great though? Good. Uh, if she shadows, was in more than one book, she would uh, probably rival Steris for my love. Not really. Not <laughs> really. The, the, no. No, she's, she's not. She's in the prologue. No. <laughs> Why, though? Like, which, which palm? All the palms. Just knowing a rogue Condra uh, is so awesome. Just that, that whole idea... By the way, I, I want to drop a knowledge bomb on you guys that this is canonical. A canonical thing. That there is a, a team of Chandra assassins to just kill rogue Chandras. That, that happened in the final empire. How cool is that? That's a thing. Um, That's a really? real thing. Yeah. Huh. He said it in the Mistborn Adventure game, but that was, that was Brandon specifically saying that that's okay. a thing so that that's huh. that's a legit canonical thing from the mistborn adventure game cool. uh, from one of those and i was like how awesome is that whole concept and she's just such a great villain that oh. just wants to free everyone and is horrible and murderous and you're like oh i want to see more of her all the time yeah i i love that you know she was such a like damaged character and then got very twisted by you know the the spikes that she she had or spike i guess it was only one yeah one spike um and i know i found myself at the end uh of the shadows of self um whatchamacallit uh splinter cast i was like 
oh man, I know what's going to happen. Uh, she's going to pretend to be Lessie and Wax is going to like <laughs> totally freeze up. I've got it. I'm, I've got your number, Brandon. And then she did, but she wasn't just pretending to be Lessie. I was like, oh, that's so much better than what uh, I came up with. And it's I was so much honestly, better and like, so much worse. I, yeah, it's, it's I feel worse a little than just bad the right ways. For the no, way that dude. I reacted, because I was like, oh, yeah, Wax is getting wrecked. I love it. I'm here for Wax's emotional devastation. And also like, oh, Palm, I feel so bad. I want to give her a hug. And I was like, wait a second. Who's the protagonist in the villain? I mean, I don't I wouldn't want to give her a (laughs) hug, but she is uh, evil and awesome and uh, also broken. So I (laughs) I would not call her evil. She's just been like, well, this is a tool by so many people across her many lives like first the lord ruler and then yeah harmony kind of did the same thing with her even though we would say harmony's a nicer guy she was still just a tool that he was using to manipulate wax i I forget the time where harmony like talks to wax and shadows and just is like no this this person is palm and she is extremely dangerous i forget what like how that went, but I remember that being so awesome. It's like, oh no, I'm afraid. I I am afraid of this person, of a, a rogue Chandra who can do so many of these things and is really good at them. Yeah, I oh, think yeah. Harmony's concern was that he, that Palm hides from him and he doesn't understand how that's possible. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Ugh. She's just, she's so interesting. Her motivations, the things she does. It's still I, so I did weird a... to see her, think of her as actually Lessie. Like, yeah. you know, like, oh. I get it, but like, I don't feel it, you know? I, I've done both a song cover and a fanfic from Palm's perspective, because like, getting inside her head is just so fascinating for me. Yeah. Well, that wasn't rapid fire at all. Let's try that nope. again. Uh, <laughs> Oops. We'll do, yeah. we'll do the rapid fire next Now time. we're doing the rapid fire. Yeah. That's okay. Cool. I'm pretty much out of out of bays and beefcakes. You so. got all the good villains, so there we, we go. The, we got the, the main points. <laughs> yep. Evgeny. I mean, um, I, I need to talk about Talon. Oh, okay. Talon, right. best human. Best. 1174. Best... <laughs> Ever. ever not only 1174 ever many millennia yeah yeah wow. at least four and a half um it, fortunately there's not a whole lot to talk about i've i've loved i don't know if i loved town for a long time i've loved the idea of town for a long time the the prelude of the way of kings was not really much it was like well he's the only one like okay great i don't i don't know anything about this book i can't right. care at right, this right, yeah, to right. be that guy i guess and i don't <laughs> i don't <laughs> right sex um i don't think there was much throughout the book itself and then at the end he shows up at the gates of of Colinar, and i am a sucker for a scene like that mm. um like if if hoid is taking pity on him that that says something and and I instantly empathized with him. And then throughout the second book, obviously we got his interlude. Oh, so good. So which good. wow. Mm. Um and then I think the moment where I realized that he is the best person around is 
I don't remember if it was in a in a in an epigraph or just direct speech between people, but it was it was Staravengian's um, the 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 bearer of agonies on his shoulders rests humanity's prosperity for the past four and a half millennia or something like that. Oh, it's the Ancient of Stones. The Ancient of Stones. Oh sure. right, yeah, 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 yeah. And it it just blew my mind. I'm like. At that moment, I realized the colossal feat of endurance that, that's going on. Obviously, I was aware of it, but it was that line that gave me perspective of, you didn't wow. Feel it. You didn't feel it until then. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, wow. And then you get Town and Ash at the end, and you're like, oh, like I think oh, that was the real the yeah. real moment where I'm like, what a, oh. what a gift you've given them. Best what person a in the wonderful gift. See, this is why I, Matt's computer self-destructed so that Matt could be here to not like Tom. I engineered it. <laughs> yeah. uh, Honor was that, like, no. Respect that person. Uh, no, but that, that scene at the end of, of Oathbringer. Um, yeah. okay. and, and just... He's, he's, he's the best. Yep. Alright. <laughs> faster, faster. Go. A lead. He yes. starts off as a super nerdy guy and he becomes like a dreamy dude. That yep. is the arc I want to live. I do yeah, love pretty him. much beef, he's, top he's beefcake on my list. Yep. I Except go for the parties and no, beard. books. Beard bad. Well, you know. Look, it, <laughs> the, the world was ending, Alex. He didn't have time. Find to a razor, Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> he's spending more time making his uniform look shiny and white, okay? I feel so attacked right now. I will say the, the question of whether or not Ellen canonically has a beard or not is a very hot topic in the Tumblr Discord server. And there's like team beard, team not of people <laughs> who just like aggressively deny that it ever happened because it's bad. Covers don't necessarily need to be canonical. What's that Warbreaker cover even mean? Oh, yeah, it just looks cool. Oh, like, all right. God. <laughs> the Polish covers for Miss Boren have a really they're, they're great but they also have a really nice bearded ellen oh. ian i get another one uh no so sorry. i'm gonna yeah. go for a twofer okay. saws and tindwell all right yeah they're, they're good they're great yeah i guess nice. saws can be a beefcake whenever he they wants can to be. both be beefcake that's if they true want they can <laughs> both bulk up whenever Harmony they can be need. now whatever you want them to be just be jacked yeah, <laughs> Alex. Any more? Um, uh, I feel like if I was less straight garbage, um, Tin would Tin would be Tin was great. One of mine. It was also she was, great. She when was a pretty wonderful. murdered Tin. That was probably my favorite part, though. Awful, awful people doing terrible things. So yeah. if she'd been a bigger character, probably more so as well. But yeah. she served her purpose, and then Shalon moved on. I love Venley a lot. I like mm. Venley so much. And I'm so excited to see book four, to see where she'll go. Like, that's going to be And that's great. why Ben's not on the podcast. Well, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> right. You, you, we get a diverse view on Chardcast, and sometimes uh, we schedule people out of podcasts. Or their computer dies, and then we say, say that town's great. That, <laughs> so convenient. Any, any more for you, Evgeny? Yeah, I'll give an honorable mention to Rushu, one of the 
shoes. One of the Ardents of Navari. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's she's the one who joined the the Ardentia to um, avoid the advances of men, right? And and then it turns out that all the male Ardents want to work with her for some reason. It's really odd. Um, she is she is extremely intelligent. Um, he uh, she knows a ton of things about a ton of things, including handwriting and Fabrios and. And and she's oblivious of stuff and uh, also adorable. And she also literally ran away when Navani asked her to marry her and Delinar. <laughs> oh, Ruchio. Yeah, she's, she's a great little like minor character. If yeah. you if you pay attention to her, she's got great moments. Yeah, she, she's an anime girl actually. <laughs> great. Uh, well, a- any other ones that you guys want to mention? Uh, I will say for Matt, since we have been dissing on Matt, I will bring up Adolin because Adolin was on Matt's list, yeah. and Adolin is very—he's very good. I uh, yeah, he—he's a Adolin's a good boy. Yeah, he's—he's he's very good. Is is a very good way to describe Adolin. That, that... yep. Except when you know he's murdering high princess. He's very good. Is a very Ex- good way to no, describe and Adolin. He's excellent when he's murdering Sadeus. <laughs> Do it again. He it. Do it again. <laughs> so I'm going to mention two unrelated. Okay. Alrianne, who oh, I yeah. always forget okay. how awesome Alrianne is. And oh. then we get her chapters in uh, Well of Ascension. You're like, oh, yeah, you're awesome. I love you. Mm-hmm. And two, I'm going to go back to the Eldritch Horror, Sianat. Sianat is really great. Yeah. Very well, good. of Ascension, yep. I'm like, I don't remember. But uh, Shianat. Mm. Definitely looking forward to more Shianat. Yeah. Wasn't, yeah, wasn't, wasn't she supposed to be Shianat? Ja, yeah, yes. but... Yeah. We Accor- say things however yeah, we, we want. We, Ray, we say things Brandon. how we want. Yes. Listen to our pronunciation podcast. It'll, it'll be a consistent thing on this podcast still, even to this... <laughs> even a year from now. All right, guys. So it is time for... Who's that Cosmere character? Who's that Cosmere character? Alright guys, so the game is I say a clue, these guys say a character, you send in your characters to who's that Cosmere character at gmail.com. Uh five clues, and let's get right into it. So Clue number one. This character is a world hopper. Felt. I no. was going to say felt. Same. <laughs> <laughs> felt is our go-to world hopper. I know. Uh, Bayon. Hmm? You go ahead. Oh, Bayon. Oh, I thought you said Aeon. I'm like, that's not a, that's not a world <laughs> hopper at all. Bayon, no. It is not Bayon. Uh, I'm going with Demu. No. All right. I feel like we're going after the obvious ones. This character is a member of an influential group in the Cosmere. Ayatil. No. Mraze. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I did think about taking that one from you. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to go yeah. with Odium. No. Yeah. I'm, I'm strictly speaking. Strictly true, speaking, yes. yes. Yeah. Clue three. This character shares their name 
with something on their home planet. Are we sure Edgley. it's not from? <laughs> Edgley. No. Vasher? No. You like Kalox Phantoms, but eh. Eh. Trell? No. Clue okay. four. When we see this character on screen, they are not on their home planet. So not someone we know from their first book, I guess. We like that would that would make me think we have never seen this person on their home planet. Uh, a hard one. I find this hilarious. Hmm. I can't think. I don't. That doesn't really fit with the shares their name with something. But I guess I'll go Naj because we've never seen him on Threnody. No. <sighs> yeah, I didn't think. Jezrian. No. Shalash. No. Clue five. A native Skadrian steals something important from this character. Alinoe. There you go. There you go. From the Irie. Yep. In Secret the History. Lake. Oh. I saw people from Elantris and I just like blanked. <laughs> so we just we just skipped that part. No, I didn't. No. I didn't skip that part of Secret History. No, I kept yeah. thinking of Mraze's AVR. And like, I don't think that bird is given a name. So <laughs> there's a lake in Arelon. Yes. Same name. I'm yeah. well aware. Interesting. Yeah. I I, I'm surprised it, it took you, you this long. Didn't know that. I'm surprised it took you this long, Ian. Good, good character. Yeah. yeah. I mean, all the all the clues were they they could have worked for a lot of a lot of stuff. The second I one. still got it, so yeah, you, you did. That's true. Just advancing my lead. The second one. This character is sometimes referred to as something they are not. Lol, what? <laughs> I'm gonna go with Odium again. (laughs) Good guess, but no. This is not my guess, but I really want to say the invalid. No. Um, something they're not. I think they're not. I have no idea. That's such a hard clue. This this one is a hard opener clue. Yeah. Um. So this is going to be really odd, but I'll say Amaram. <laughs> no. Because, well, never mind. Well, they, people think he's a good person, I guess. Um, no, because, because Adolin calls him bastard, and I don't think he's actually a bastard. Uh, <laughs> also I, true. Um, I mean... Um, God, I, I have no idea. I, I'm going to... Gavilar... Next. No. <laughs> I don't know. Just pick something. Clue two. This character was chosen by a group to fulfill their current task. Elendi. No. That's a good guess, though. That 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 is quite an astute guess. Uh, Eshenai? No. <laughs> Shalom? <laughs> no. <laughs> 
Blue three, this character has lost most of their memory. Windle. Windle, it is Windle. Uh, Lift calls, oh, uh, calls Windle void little Voidbringer. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Clue nice. four was this character does not like hurting people, and clue five is this character is not human. Very nice. And the group was obviously the ring. So. Yep. Which we still don't know anything about, so... No, we don't. Yeah. Such is the state of the Cosmere. Yep. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Shardcast. Send your Who's That Cosmere characters to Who's That Cosmere character at gmail.com. Hi, Dalish. She always got to make an appearance. She didn't want to. And now she's like, nope, I'm out. (laughs) Have a a, a butt. Dalish is interrupting my outro. Follow us on 17shard.com for all of your news, discussion, theories, and fun that you need and cats. Um, Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud. Leave us a review on iTunes, and we will see you all next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.